The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100 times your entry. Promo code HGP at underdogfantasy.com with a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Welcome to the Hockey Gaily Podcast on the Sports Gaily Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing good. You know, a little tired, but we got the weekend here. We got the Stadium Series game. Got, got a long weekend thanks to our President's Day here in the States on Monday as well. So it should be a good weekend. Hopefully we get some uh, good hockey as well. I am unfortunately not feeling nearly as good as I felt on Wednesday. Um, yeah, when you... When you're 34 going on 35, you, you can't be doing these benders all the time. You know, once in a while. And the, the last two days are uh, definitely reminded me of that fact. I mean, um, you, got, you guys know the, the Colombian cold while well, I had the fucking British Colombian cold. It just kicked my ass the last two days. I'm still feeling the effects. It's, it's been rough, but hopefully another night of good sleep will uh, we'll, uh, ease my wounds. We've got, a, we've got another fun weekend coming up. I'm exhausted, bro. Like, I'm, I'm glad that you're, you know, you're trucking and trucking through Julie and battling and stuff, but I'm so fucking tired. I had a big cook I was doing yesterday, kind of like a makeup Valentine's Day thing because I was busy on uh, on Wednesday, I guess, or whatever it was. And uh, and then today we went out. There's like a happy hour place in Toronto, and Jess was off today. So from three to five, you can get either $6 beers and margaritas and $3 tacos. And oh my god, dude, it was unbelievable. So, you know, we got there at three, reservations at three, and we just drank and ate the entire time. Came home and had a big nap and just shut it down. So, it's uh, it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was awesome. But it, right now, it's just like, oh, I just feel like a big bag of dicks. You know, <laughs> you speak in my language there. I should have should I have know. sent you up the uh, flyers flyers hat you could have worn. Hell yeah, well, I I wouldn't have done that. But I mean, uh, you know, more than welcome to have you over for a couple margs at this place. You know, it's. The price is right, and they're damn good drinks too. You know, some places like when you're buying a cocktail, they'll skimp out on the booze and shit. This place, no, no, no. They, they, they know why you're there. They know why you're why you're coming. You know. All right, let's get into this, boys. We got a big slate. We got tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Here we go. Check out the SGPM website. That's the place to be. Um, yeah, we got 13 games for tomorrow on Saturday, so we're gonna jump into that pretty quickly here. Uh, other stuff going on. You know, I, I, I'm hearing rumblings in the world of baseball. I guess college baseball is a thing. Does anybody actually care about that in the states, Ryan? Is that actually a thing or no? People that care about college baseball care about it, but like it's it's not that big. I, I did see some some people betting on it. I know the college experience covers that. So if you're into that, I mean, go ahead. All right, cool. Uh, basketball, NBA is doing its stuff. You know, it's uh, there's stuff going on. We got uh, the Rivy going on in golf. Tiger Woods pulled out. Jordan Spieth got disqualified. What are we doing here, Jordan Spieth? Like, what do you do? What, so how he, do you get he disqualified? Marked- he, uh, he carted himself down for a birdie when he took a par, I think, on the fourth hole or something like that. Well, so. lazy fuck. 
Yeah, I know. And if you sign off on it, you know, you, you get disqualified. So he's done. Uh, he injured or something? Why did he take the cart? No, I got his scorecard. He carded. He oh, carded. carded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's no, out no. there using a cart. Like, what the? No. <laughs> yeah, he just jumps on the cart. Him and Tiger just with his gimp fucking leg, just ripping around Rivy. No. Um, so, yeah, that that's going on. You know, we still got two more days of that tournament. So, tons of stuff there. Uh, anyway, so you can find all that information on the SGPN website. Be sure to go check it out. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. Be sure to check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out. We talked about those a little bit last show. He's still killing it. Uh, what else is going on? You know, everything. Share, listen to all the other shows. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Discord's a good time. You know, we had a we had a great day in there. Uh, in there I think, was it yesterday, two days ago? I don't fucking know. I guess yesterday. Whatever, everybody's having fun, everybody's winning money, baby. So that's all that matters. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, our social media assistant producer. He'll get you going, tell you all the things that you need to know. Uh, or what you can do is just go to the fucking... Go to a BC Shoppers Drug Mart when it's Seniors Day. And when you're there, you'll see Joel's old ass just trying to get some senior discounts on, like, some Advil, some Tylenol, ibuprofen, all the stuff to just recovery mode, man. Some vitamins, little Flintstone gummies and stuff. You'll see him in there, baby. When you're in there, you guys can, you know, share optimum points or some shit like that. <laughs> but you can also ask him, hey, Joel, how do I get in the Discord? And he'll be like, well, back in my day, we got in the Discord by doing this. And then that's, that's how you can get your ass in there, real. Hell yeah. Yeah, check us out on Twitter. Um, I was on BetQL Daily today representing the Hockey Gambling Podcast. So we retweeted that on there, dropped that in the Discord. Make sure you check that out if you want some more content there. And yeah, get in the Discord. Always a good time in the Discord. Always have talent in there, ready to fight whoever over whatever. And it's, he doesn't love to fight. He just, everyone else is wrong, which, uh, you know, it's it. That happens sometimes. So That's get in the Discord, uh, subscribe, comment, like on YouTube, all that good stuff. And uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple and Spotify, and I'll read it at the end of the show. Hell yeah, man. We'd be the three of us would be doing a disservice if we were made sure that we didn't tell people when they were wrong, you know. So you know, we're just doing it for you. We're just looking out for you. That's all. Uh speaking of being right, let's move into our lock dogs and totals here from last show. You know, we had a decent way. I went two and one up two point four nine units. Ryan went two and one up one point three units. And oh, how the mighty have fallen. Joel Meyer went one and two down one point nine five units. Uh, I'll kick us off here for my lock guy, Dallas Moneyline minus one thirty versus Nashville. Um remember any of these games, man, but I think Dallas like was it like a 10 one I think it was nine two. Nine two. Holy shit. So they came out blazing. I know it was like 4 nothing into the first. Um, for my dog, this is ridiculous. I had San Jose Sharks plus 295 money line versus Calgary. I I owe this pick to Joel Meyer because my original pick was uh, Oilers puck line, and they got their asses kicked this game. So thank you very much, Jolie. Uh, the Sharks came in for me. And for my total, Leafs Flyers under 6.5 minus 122. Probably should have hit. Leafs were very undisciplined in the last 10 minutes of this game. Took bad penalties. Philly tied it up to go overtime. Ended up going over the number in OT. Yeah, the under was looking good for a while. I thought you were going to hit it there. Uh, my dog was the Flyers plus 150 at Toronto. That was my only loss. They came back first overtime. Happy with the point there. Uh, my lock was the Panthers Sabres. Under six and a half at minus one ten. I think there was a uh, a shutout for Stoli the goalie. There. I think it was mm. you know, four nothing or something there. Yeah. Really, my total was the Kraken Bruins under five and a half at minus one ten. Was a you know typical four one Boston game, but it was Boston on the uh, losing end there, losing to Seattle. So, but Boston's uh, struggling a little bit. 
Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, many disclaimers about uh, my picks on that show. And so I'm, I'm just happy I didn't go 0 3, okay? Uh, my lock was the Bruins in, the, uh, in that game, regulation minus 135. Uh, they dominated that one, actually. Uh, Joey Decord, I, I, did I call, what did I say about the, the accordion uh, that's going to be ringing a funeral or something? Well, yeah, was, yeah, uh, you did. We were joking about that. Some <laughs> of Italians or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently it sounds a lot better in a, in a celebratory, celebratory mood. So uh, mm-hmm. they they were uh, playing the accordion over all over my ass. Um, Joey to accord, man, he, he's having a hell of a season. So that lost dog though. Kings money line plus one hundred five on the road against the Devils. Two one win, pretty solid effort there. Bouncing back after getting shelled seven nothing by the Sabers. So that was good. And the total Senators Ducks over six and a half minus one thirty. Uh, I, I don't know what I was doing with this one. Um, I mean. I kind of got it right. If if you think of the Ducks scoring five goals, but the Senators only getting <laughs> one, kind of killed it. So uh, that was a bad bet. Anyway, um, no good. I, I figured that if any team's going to score five in this one, it would be the Sens. But no, Ducks showed up for this one. They they show up in random spots, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened to the Sens in this one. I think that was a consensus play. I think all three of us really liked that pick when you brought it up. Yeah, yeah someone mentioned that in the <laughs> chat, but then like I went back and looked. I'm like, I I did not take the over in this game, but I, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Apparently, we did. It's probably our uh, trees wrong about everything, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I just got to say, something you touched on there, you know, that Joey Decord, bro. I have honestly, I haven't heard anybody ever talk good about this guy before, and you know, even in the disc, even after this game, nobody said a word about Joey. Maybe Joey Decord's a guy, you know, maybe he is. And you know, I, I, I randomly, I was just on my own with no help whatsoever and no conversations from anybody else, and I just looked up his numbers, and I'm like, oh, you know, Joey Decord's having a good year. So I want to <laughs> say that you heard it here first from me. Nobody else involved, just simply me, that maybe Joey Decord is a guy, you know? So what do you want me to say? Yeah, you definitely didn't hear it first on, on some of the two-man shows in early January when he was... Well, I don't listen to those. After the yeah. winter class. Well, I know, I know. So you didn't <laughs> hear it there. Other people may have. But yeah, Joey Decord, he's a guy. He could be a guy. The uh, <laughs> some, might, some might call him the Connor Ingram of Seattle. Maybe. <laughs> some might. Maybe the, maybe the Aiden Hill of Seattle. No. Potentially, let's not get carried away here. All right, what are we doing? Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by our Daytona 500 contest. Rev up those engines. NASCAR is back. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Rod Villa Gomez and Cody Zeeb have you covered for all things NASCAR and racing from trucks to cup, IndyCar to F1. This show gives you the drivers to watch and the most profitable picks for the weekend of racing. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win a $100 SGPN gift card, and $100 cash. Go to sportsgovernpodcast.com slash Daytona. That's sportsgovernpodcast.com slash Daytona. And make sure you check out Underdog Fantasy, where the way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite player players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up for promo code HGP, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HGP. All right. Okay, boys, we're going to get right into this. We got 13 game slate set for Saturday, February 17th. Gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. A little extra emphasis there. I like that, Gilbert. Let's go. 
Uh, all right, first game on the docket here. We got the LA Kings against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston in the Gardens, uh, 12.30 p.m. Why, why are, I feel like Bruins games are always like really early. Is that just me or I don't know? No, they, they, they do it for some yeah. reason. The Bruins always get these matinee games for hmm. whatever reason, but uh, that's, that's another advantage for them, to be honest. Well, if they're used to it, now the teams mm-hmm. aren't, right? So exactly. exactly. Um, all right. Anyways, LA Kings on the money line sitting at plus 124. Bruins on the money line at minus 148. Over-unders at five and a half. Over sitting at minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Uh, yeah, you know, Kings have been mm-hmm. shit as of late. 4-4-2 four, four, and two in their last 10. Obviously, they just had a big win off the Devils. Um, we talked about that the other day. Um, I'm seeing Dave Riddick is expected to play this game. It's just like the first night of a back-to-back or some shit. It is. He's they got like- the Penguins the next night. He has been starting for them, though, over Talbot. I'm not sure if there's mm-hmm. a nagging injury there or if they're just giving Talbot some rest. He's got a 7-2-3 record on the year, which is actually pretty decent. 2.12 goals against average. 0.923 save percentage. Is Big Save Dave a guy? Or is that what we're doing here? Is everybody a guy now? Holy shit. Big Save Dave coming up clutch for the LA Kings. With that being said, he doesn't stand a chance against the Boston Bruins. Bruins are so good at home, dude. 17-7-4 on this year. They're on a three-game losing streak right now. They're going to want to flip that right side up here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be all over Boston in this game. Boston's a team that can put the biscuit in the basket. They don't let in a lot of goals here. And LA's kind of in the middle when it comes to scoring. They do get a lot of shots on net, though. So, I'll, you know, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'm going to take the Boston Bruins minus 148. Maybe I'll even like relay it with like a Bruins money line. And then, you know, whoever's playing with Olmark or Swayman uh, over the number of saves. You can find that on certain books. Uh, and then the over under at five and a half here. Holy shit. <laughs> I got to lean towards the under on this one. Uh, under five and a half, just because, you know, Big Save Dave has been playing fine. And uh, the Bruins goaltending has been pretty good as well. So give me the under. Give me uh, the Bruins. Yeah, I mean, this is a twelve thirty start. Is all right? Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's good. Bowie's <laughs> okay. Bowie learned Bowie's... how to get on top of the fridge, and his oh. mom is a little upset right now. So he's he's gonna get he's gonna get an ass kicked. Do you <laughs> want my gun? <laughs> Your Nerf gun. <laughs> a Nerf gun. Yes. <laughs> to be clear. Yeah, no, it's a twelve thirty start in Boston. I mean, this is like a, a nine thirty a.m. start for the Kings. I know they've been in in New Jersey and Buffalo the past few days, but they were just home last Saturday against Edmonton. The time change could be an issue there, but they won three out of four, um, including two out of three since the break. Boston just has not been impressive. I mean, somehow they beat the Canucks four nothing. I didn't really watch that game. Looked like it was it was low event, twenty four to seventeen shots, but. I've not been able to, to solve any of the goaltenders recently, despite despite out shooting Tampa Bay and Seattle, thirty-eight and thirty-seven to twenty-five. So I, I've got Boston here at home. You know, minus one forty-eight is an okay price, but the better play would be the under five and a half. Uh, you know, Boston has been an under team with no matter which goalie starting. Swayman or Allmark, uh, Kings have been a great under team this season as well. So I like that under five and a half and a lean to the Bruins. I like how the commenters in the YouTube chat are using their Discord names so that we know who it is who are commenting. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> nice little touch there. Shout yes. out to Colt and Knuckleheads. Um, yeah, for the for this game, uh, give me the Kings as well, and give me give me the under as well. I like I like a lot of the reasoning there from Ryan. And uh, Kings have been been a pretty good team even before the the. Coaching change, they were good. They just weren't getting the finishing and some guess getting some shitty goaltending, especially from Cam Talbot, which is why Riddick is, is getting the net share now. Um, so yeah, give me the Kings and give me the under. I shouldn't even have to make a case for the under. It's it's pretty fucking obvious. Mm-hmm. 
All right, heading down to the 3 p.m. time slot. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas here. Uh, Edmonton on the money line set at minus 108. Stars on the money line at minus 112. The over-unders at 6.5. Over-paying off, minus 135. The under, plus 114. Jolie, why don't you kick us off here, buddy? Yeah, the Oilers are uh, in a bit of a funk after their, 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 their elongated uh, win streak there, but I still like them to bounce back here against the... Uh, the stars who are coming off of a demolition, as you mentioned earlier on, of the Nashville Predators winning that game nine two. Um, so yeah, give me the Oilers here. I like I like them uh, coming off a loss against the Blues. I mean, the Oilers aren't playing great right now, but they're playing good enough, and uh, you'll you'll get uh, a powerful performance here, I think, from the Oilers. This is a potential Western Conference final matchup. The way that these teams have been playing over the past month, the Stars now um, uh, in second place in the conference to the Canucks and leading the uh, Central Division comfortably, although the Jets have a bunch of games in hand. Um, but yeah, give me the Oilers here. I think they're still the better team. Um, and uh, give me the under six and a half here, plus 114. You could find sevens as well. You could do that if you like. Um, now, Oilers are playing a lot better defensively, of course. We've been over this for a while. Stars, they do have these, these uh, um, uh, occasions where they explode offensively. But generally, that's because Scott Wedgwood is in net, and they have to uh, match the, their their um, letting goals in with, with offense of their own. But in a potential playoff match like this, I think we'll see uh, a lower event game, fewer shots, fewer scoring chances, and uh, perhaps, hopefully, fewer penalties. So, give me the under six and a half as well as the others. Yeah, I do agree with that under here, under six and a half, especially at plus one fourteen. That that's a Pretty good price given how Edmonton has been playing. And yeah, Dallas, you know, as you mentioned, they can go off for nine goals, but they've allowed two in each of their past three games. So should should see a low scoring game here, three, two, four, two type of thing here. But I'm I'm going with the stars. I, I just don't trust the Oilers on the road coming off a loss in Seattle, lost in LA before that, four nothing, lost in Vegas. Most recent road win was in Anaheim. So lost three of four on the road, uh 14 and 12 on the road this season. Dallas is 17, 8, and 2 at home. So just gonna gonna lean that way in a game that's two cents off a of pick'em here. Go with the home team, but a stronger lean to the uh, under six and a half at plus one fourteen. Um, yeah, I really, really, really like the stars in this game here, dude. Um, what was that line? Uh, it was sitting at minus one twelve here. Um, it's been confirmed that Calvin Pickard's getting the start for Edmonton in this game. I don't know why. I tried to read into it. Didn't really say. Um, Pickard has won four of his last four starts. I think it was during that heater. Um, but yeah, I'm not convinced that Calvin Pickard is a, is a guy, you know, how many times are we going to say goalies are guys in the show? Hopefully this will be the last time. No, I think Calvin Pickard is mid, um, obviously with the way that, uh, the Skinner's been playing, he's been kind of carrying the workload for this team a lot. And, uh, I think it's a substantial drop off in between the two goaltending. So to get Dallas here at minus minus one twelve, I'm going to be all over that. Uh, as far as over under in this game, I'm going against you guys here. I'm taking the over just because of what I just said. You know, if they, if this starts getting like the Edmonton's been playing some good system hockey, they've been buying it from a defensive point of view. But if this starts to become a blowout and opens up, fucking, we just saw the stars pot nine the other night. Uh, so I'm going to be leaning towards the over six and a half minus one thirty five and Dallas. Uh, okay, moving down to the 3 p.m. time slot. We had the Ottawa Senators against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago here. This game stinks. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Sends on the money line, sitting at minus 185. Blackhawks on the money line at plus 154. The over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at plus 105. The under minus 125 here. Um, 
Dude, I I'm taking Ottawa in this game. Full disclosure, they haven't been good on the road. They're seven thirteen and zero this year, but I just can't bring it to myself to bet the Blackhawks in any which way possible. They're currently on an eight game losing streak here. Um, this is this is bad. They're literally bottom of the league in every fucking stat offensively. Thirty second in the league for goals. Thirty first in the league for shots. Thirty second for power save percentage. Thirty two percent or thirty two for shooting percentage. Last in the league at winning faceoffs. Like this team is just terrible. Their defensive metrics aren't that better either. So. I I'm just sorry. I just can't. I just can't bet. Uh, can't bet a Blackhawks game. Uh, so give me the sentence here. As far as over under, shit. I don't know, bro. I hate it. Maybe the under. I just don't expect Chicago to even score a goal here. And you know, can the Sens go in and put up seven? Probably. Technically, if they do have enough firepower to do it, but I just don't see it happening. So give me the under uh, and give me the sense. Lean to the Blackhawks Saturday afternoon in Chicago and Bedard's first game back where they had more than six hours notice. Uh, pick some Bedard props, but that, that's all I got. What do you mean more than six hours notice? Well, the Bedard, the Bedard was being announced to play like that afternoon. He was starting that night. You think that matters a lot? Well, I'm. It matters. To the team. <laughs> oh, Joel. It, it matters to the team really rallying around him, and like the and like the the, the fans, and it's going to be a rock, raucous atmosphere. And also, the Senators fucking suck and shouldn't be minus one eighty five. All right, I don't think that matters at all. Bedard did have a nice assist in that game, and I did finally take some uh, Bedard minus two hundred to to win the Calder. So not not a huge bet, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm with some with talent on this one. Give me the Senators. Far superior team. Blackhawks are like historically terrible. They they are uh, they. I don't know. I can't remember a team as bad as this one. I know they got the back abs. now. Nope, this team is worse. Blackhawks are way worse than that team, man. Come on. I know. I'm just taking a punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bedard's back. Whatever. He doesn't have any support. He's gonna have to generate all the offense on his own, and yeah, that, he, he can't do it all. And the Senators, meanwhile, coming off of an embarrassing loss where they uh, lose five one of the Ducks at home, to, no less. So I like Senators to bounce back here. Uh, you can do the regulation, you can do the the puck line here. I, I could see the Blackhawks getting getting uh, blown out, even in such a momentous occasion as Bedard's second home game since his injury. Um, and uh, give me the under six and a half. I know I don't like to take an over or an under rather in a Sens game, but I'm definitely not taking an over in a Blackhawks game, considering how. Awful they are offensively. So lean to the under, but uh, I only bet the send so far. All right, heading down to the 4 p.m. time slot. We have the Detroit Red Wings against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary here. Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 105. The Flames on the money line at minus 125. Over-unders at 6.5, both over-under, paying off minus 110. Uh, this is a toughie, dude. You know, both teams currently on a two-game losing streak going into this game. I think I'm leaning Detroit. I think they got much more talented when it comes to offense. You know, look at the likes of, you know, Dylan Larkin's actually been having a great year. He's been getting some backup secondary like Lucas Raymond. Moritz Sider's been stepping up as well. Um, you know, they got a couple guys over there. What's up with Patrick Kane? I haven't heard anything about Patrick Kane since he signed that contract. Have you guys? He's been playing well. He was out yeah. for a little bit, but he, yeah, he's been good. Okay, fair enough. That's good to hear. I like it. Uh, I'm a Patty Kane guy, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to lean towards Detroit in this game. Goaltending wise, you definitely got to give the advantage to, uh, to the flames here with how Mark Simpson playing and James Reimer is confirmed. Fuck. Do, oh, do I change my pick now? I hate that motherfucker so much. 
Whatever, I'm going with it. Let's get some offense in this game here. Both of the boys will get cooking. Give me Detroit plus 105 over under. I'm taking the over. Uh, I, I just can't with the Shermanator in between the pipes here for the, for Detroit, you know, and then the goaltending or sorry, the offense that they do have. I think that we're going to see some goals in this game. This was going to be a pass game for me, but now you said Reimer starting. Now that I look at the Flames coming off a bad loss to San Jose, but they were they were on the East Coast for for four games in seven days, coming out of the break, came back home, time zone difference, all, all that stuff. Should be a good bounce back spot. Meanwhile, Detroit is on the third game of a road trip, lost eight four in Edmonton, four one in Vancouver. So I, I, I like Calgary here minus one twenty five. Detroit's frauds, I think they're on the road. They're twelve twelve and one. Uh, Calgary 12, 12, 12 and one at home, but they'll be ready to uh, bounce back after a bad loss. Yeah, yeah, I, I lean in the Flames way, but uh, I didn't bet it because I'm a bit worried for this team. You know, when all the rumors are circulating about uh, it was Markstrom going, Hannafin, Chris Tanev, and they, they just dealt with the, the Zadorb earlier on, and then Lindholm gone. Eventually, you have to feel like nobody has their back, and then they had this uh, great streak on the road, four four wins in a row. It doesn't matter; the rumors still circulating. They know they're going nowhere fast, so that that's got to have an effect in the locker room. So I'm staying away from the Flames here. I'm definitely not betting the uh, the Red Wings here. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love the over six and a half. That's my bet in this game. Um, the uh, James Reimer being announced in there only adds fuel to the fire. Uh, Red Wings have some some uh, offensive firepower. They have terrible defense, and without Alex Line back there masking their uh, defensive deficiencies, I love the Flames to score some goals, and the Red Wings could put up some themselves against Flames, who are, are one of the worst defensive teams themselves. And uh, I, th- I guess Marshall's going to play this game, which is which is a concern considering how well he's played uh, this season. But still, uh, give me two bad defensive teams, and uh, with with both teams being able to put the puck in the net. I think that's recipe for an over. And uh, one more word. Fuck you, Jason Walmer, Jake Walmer, whatever the fuck your name is. You got your just <laughs> desserts. <laughs> I, I, I watched that whole game, the Red Wings and the Canucks, and it was basically the only thing on my screen. And that was beautiful, man. Like uh, there was no cross check to the face or anything like that, but it was just like, consistent. Consistent man, man. Nagging. <laughs> Consistent nagging, and then when Zadorov scored, he did a little mini gritty mocking the fuck. That was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was classy. It was classy. I mean, Niels Hogliner did get a high sticking penalty. He got fined two two point eight k for. I'm sure if it was a leaf, he'd be suspended three games for it. But uh, that's yeah, for story. life. For life. <laughs> for life. What are we talking about? So yeah, that was that was very um, that was a re- redemptive uh, watch for sure, and very satisfying for myself. Fuck yeah, right. I do also like the over here, just for the record, so that is a consensus play. Right. Um, uh, all right, let's keep this going here. We're going to head down to the 5 p.m. time slot. Hell of a game here. We have the Florida Panthers against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Battle of Florida. Uh, game itself is in Tampa Bay here. we got to come up with a better name than the Battle of Florida. It's got to be like the Beat in the Heat or something like that, you know? Like, I, well, I got to like that. The Beat in the Heat. Totally in a jungle. Beat in the Heat. Yeah, the Beat in the Heat, you know? Like someone's getting fucking beat down, baby. That's cool. Uh, we'll work on it. Work in progress. Florida Panthers on the money line sit at minus 125. Lightning on the money line at plus 105. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying on plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Mr. Meyer, let's go back to you on this one, buddy. Uh, well, it should be a good game here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> turned into a fun rivalry, as, as you uh, inferred. The uh, Panthers make every game, though, a rivalry game. The way they play just just, yeah. just uh, launch themselves at everybody like, 
you heard the quotes about the the game against, I don't remember who they played, the game before the Sabres, I think it was, where they just pretend there's no puck on the ice. They just, just, they just go awesome. after the go after the body, uh, especially in the first 10 minutes of the game, something like that. Um, but yeah, that, I like that as a as a as a factor to handicap in this in this game going against their their you know they, they like to call themselves the big brothers lightning and in a sense they are they're the older team i think and or, i don't know who i don't first. know no i don't know oh you mean like actual like yeah like which team expanded first. yeah that's a good yeah first i think so too and they have the cups so they're the big brother regardless um yeah, the Panthers are the underdog uh, traditionally, at least in the past few years. But now they're they're becoming the they're they're becoming the big dog, the big brother team, and I, I like them to win this game. They're just the far superior team. They won ten road games in a row. We would not have uh, believed that uh, last season or the year before when they were such a shitty road team. But here they are, and the Lightning are good at home. Watch them beat uh, the Avalanche. Unfortunately, uh, Kucherov again another casual three point game. Almost had four with, with the missed empty net. Um, that was for his Hattie too. So, Lightning are fine. They also lost uh, Nick Paul in that game, I believe. He'll be uh, doubtful for this one. I'm reading, and I don't think that he'll play. Eric Chernock also took a puck to the hand. He looked hurt, but uh, don't see any reason why he's not playing. So he's fine. But the Panthers just a much better team here. I think they're the best team in the East still. And uh, yeah, I think the line is, is just right for a bet here. Give me the Panthers all day long. I would kind of like the under six and a half, but the way that these teams play, I could see a lot of power plays. So that's the only reason why I'm staying away from the total. But otherwise, just just give me the Panthers money line. One quick second, your story, Ryan. Tampa Bay Lightning were founded in 1992, Florida Panthers in 1993. So All right, yeah. it would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. One year older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also the older brothers because they have all the all the senior citizens on, on their team, and Florida has, <laughs> has has a few young bucks there. Um, I do like the under six and a half minus one twenty here. Um, you know, Panthers are definitely an under team this season. Lightning are I think are trending that way more now in the second half as they kind of gear up for, for a playoff push as Vasilevsky's come back here. Vasilevsky three goals or fewer in three straight starts, uh, two goals in two of them. Florida's Bob Bob and uh, Stolar has both been playing. Fantastic recently, so I like the under six and a half here. I would like the Panthers, but the Lightning. There's something about them where at home they're eighteen five and three, and they're twelve fifteen and two on the roads. Like they're much better at home, so might be worth a smaller play. But Florida is just insane right now. Four straight wins, uh, eight of their past nine. Only loss was against the Flyers in a game that they probably could have won. Um, Third game in four nights, uh, all with travel at Pittsburgh, at Buffalo, and now back home. So that's also giving me some pause. So we're going to lay off on the side here, but I do like the under six and a half at minus 120. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm all over the Panthers here, man. First of all, this is going to be a great game no matter how you kind of scope it out here. Um, but I love the Panthers minus 125 here. Uh, Florida's first in the league when it comes to generating shot opportunities. Um, the shooting percentage isn't very good, though. Like I said, they got a lot of shots off the rush, you know, and they're very opportunistic when it comes to getting up good chances. There's two on one. Chances are this team's going to put the biscuit in the basket. Uh, and then defensively, they're just all around fucking good, dude. They don't give up a lot of goals. They don't give up a lot of scoring chances. Uh, their penalty kill is elite, sitting at sixth in the league, averaging 83.2%. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lean towards Florida as well. What do I always say? Division games matter, baby. Florida Panthers division record is seven, one and three on the year. Tampa Bay is six, five and three. Uh, a lot of those probably, you know, adjusted to when there was no Vasilevsky to start the season, but nonetheless, 
um, it's still a losing record. So I'm all over Florida, uh, over under. I'm leaning towards the under, six and a half minus 120 in this game. Um, Bobrovsky's been playing a hell of a good goalie. He's had a great year, and we all know what Vasilevsky can do on any given night. So give me the under, give me the Panthers. All right, uh, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, heading down to the 5 p.m. time slot. We have the Buffalo Sabres against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota here. Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 124. Minnesota on the money line at minus 148. The over-unders at six. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Uh, Bruins pretty banged up. Obviously still no Owen Power, no Matthias Samuelson. Um, Wild are on a four-game winning streak, bro. I didn't even know that until I just looked at it. Um, you know, they're not really great at home. They're kind of mid. Well, Buffalo's kind of mid on the road, too. This game overall is just kind of bleh. You know what I mean? Um, I guess, gun to my head, maybe I'd be leaning towards Minnesota. Who's in that? Philip Gustafson's confirmed. He's had a shit year. We had a lot of high hopes for Gustafson coming into this season. We've seen him play exceptionally well, uh, and we just haven't seen it at all this year. Um, and Uka Pekalukunen's actually been okay as of lately for Buffalo. He's been both goalies are confirmed. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Minnesota here at minus 148. I don't know why I don't love it. I'm not really endorsing it. And as far as over under in this game goes, I'm gonna lean towards the under. Neither team's really good when it comes to scoring goals, lack of proficiency there. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I hate this game. I hate this game every which way possible. Yeah, I don't really like this game too much either. I do think the Wild are the, the better team right now. Um, I would, I think there might be some value on the puck line on the Wild, minus one and a half, plus 160. They have won four straight, the last two by two goals, five, three, and three, one. Buffalo's lost three of four. Two of those losses have been by at least two. They tend to lose by more than a goal or two if they are losing, especially on the road. So, you know, Minnesota at home, afternoon game. Um, yeah, why not? <clears throat> Wild puck line plus 160, and then a lean to the under. I think Gustafson is better than his numbers show, and and UPL has been good for the Sabres. Yeah, I don't know anything to add really to this uh tremendous happy capping job by you two. Um, <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a pretty shit game. I think the the odds are pretty fairly priced here. Wild are a better team, and it's reflected uh by in the market like that. and. Uh, if anything, I would take the wild. I got nothing, man. Um, under six plus one hundred five would be uh, my luck as well. But again, uh, I've got nothing for this game. All right, heading down to the five PM time slot. We have the Nashville Predators against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis here. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus one hundred five. St. Louis on the money line at minus one fifteen. The over under is at six. Over paying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred here. 
Um, Blues had a nice bounce back game with their win the other night coming off that loss to the Leafs. They, uh, they trimmed up the Oilers pretty good six, three. I know a lot of people were a little upset about that in the discord. Um, but yeah, blues are surprisingly playing, you know, decent hockey. They're fourth in the central. I think they're in a wild card spot right now. I haven't looked, but I, I yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah, so they're they're battling for their playoff hopes. Um, you can say a similar thing about Nashville, although they haven't really been good lately. Uh, two game losing streak. Obviously, there was that big fucking crushing blow against Dallas that we talked about a little bit earlier here. Um, Preds are better on the road than they are at home, but St. Louis has actually been pretty fucking good at home, man. Sixteen nine and one record here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna lean towards the Blues in this game, dude. You know, sometimes you just get hot and play at the right time. Offensively, they're not really a great team. Um, Bennington's had a, a pretty good year for them, steady back in between the pipes. His numbers are okay. I don't know. It's not pretty, but I'm going to be taking the Blues minus 115. As far as over-under in this game, uh, I do really like the the under here. Both teams aren't really too dynamic when it comes to goal scoring, uh, sitting in the lower half, lower third of the league when it comes to actual scoring goals and shooting attempts. Uh, shooting percentage is absolutely terrible too. Um, and their power plays both aren't that great. So yeah, give me St. Louis and give me the under. Yeah, I'm 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 doing it again. I'm I'm taking the Blues minus one fifteen. It's it's close to a pick 'em. They're a good team at home, sixteen nine and one. Nashville, thirteen ten and two on the road. They've been horrible recently. Lost five of their past six. One win was an overtime. Had to come back against Arizona. Um, lost seven of their past nine as well. And so Lewis, yeah, they keep winning. They're in a playoff spot. They've won eight of their past ten. They're good at home. I think minus one fifteen is a little bit low there. I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm not jumping off this boat, the anti-blues boat. Give me the fucking press. They're gonna get it done here. They got embarrassed. They got embarrassed. Nine to two against the stars. They're gonna come back stronger. This this is a well coached team. I really like Andrew Burnett. Their consistent coaches are good too. Give me the predators. They're gonna score some goals here against the little ass blues. Blues are feeling themselves. They're getting all the love of the media. Fuck that. Predators gonna come into town and kick their ass. Uh love the Preds. And uh I don't give a shit about the total. <laughs> um all right moving down to the 7 p.m time slot we got the anaheim ducks against the toronto maple leafs baby game itself is in toronto here ducks on the money line at plus 260 leafs on the money line minus 325 uh leafs on the puck line minus one and a half paying off minus 125 over unders at six and a half over paying off minus 118 the under minus 102 oh I hate this so much, dude. Toronto Maple Leafs on a Saturday night hockey night in Canada in Toronto against a shit team. Ducks are going to win this fucking game. I'm telling you right now, that's how that's going to play out. All right. So uh, I don't know. I'm not going to bet it, but Ducks plus 260 is maybe a look. Maybe Ducks plus one and a half, a plus 105. I think these guys played early January. It was like a one goal game. 2-1 final, yeah, on January 3rd here. That was, oh, that was the Dostal game when he just played lights out and had like 50 saves or something stupid the, like that. The no-name goalie. The yeah. no-name goalie game, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, the Toronto Sun. Uh, loved all the backlash from that. That was great. Um, no, realistically, the Leafs should win this game, hoping they come out and get it done. Will they? The fact that you can't guarantee it is a little sketchy. Um, I think the safest bet is just bet Austin Matthews anytime goal scorer. This guy's absolutely lighting the fucking lamp every time he's on the ice. He's absolutely electric. He has 45 goals in 51 games played this year, which is just absolutely insane. Probably as close as we've seen to 50 and 50 and fucking forever. So that's wild. Um, yeah, give me Austin Matthews to score coming off that big hat trick against Philly. I just had to throw that one in there. Uh, and then over under in this game. I don't know what the Leafs are going to do in net here because like, 
Martin Jones is still day-to-day with the undisclosed injury. I think he's faking it. I think they just don't want him on the books so they can put him on LTIR when Joseph Wool comes back. Um, Dennis Hildeby has been called up. He's with the main team right now, the Hildebeast. And then Samsonov has played well. You got to give Sammy a break, though, you would think, right? And So I don't fucking know, man. Just keep an eye out for who's starting this game. Um, but yeah, I guess just give me Matthews anytime goal scorer and give me uh give me the over somehow. Matthews to score a goal. Guess what the odds are on that? Oh, dude, like minus one sixty or something stupid like that. M- minus one fifty. Yeah, it is stupid. That seems extremely high. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, for this one, I'll be quacking. Plus two sixty is too high here. As Talon alluded to, this is a game that the that the Leafs, you know, they just play down to their competition. They're going to they're going to lose it. Anaheim coming off a big 5-1 win in Ottawa. They're going to try to sweep the uh sweep with the series up there in Canada and then in, in Toronto. So, yeah, you know, Leafs are due for a letdown game after an overtime win. So, yeah, plus 260. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, that was, that was the game where Austin Matthews had like 18, 19 shot attempts. Yeah. <laughs> 10-11 shots on goal. Uh yeah, for this one though, this is a this is exactly the kind of game that the Leafs would would lose. I thought that was the uh, the, the virus game with the Flyers coming to town after the Maple Leafs uh, beating the shit out of the Blues on the um, first game of Morgan Riley's suspension, and uh, when they were all sick. But no, maybe maybe it's this one. We're just gonna keep on betting against the the Maple Leafs until they they they, they pull their shit. Um, yeah, uh, I I didn't bet it, but I would lean the Ducks way. Plus one, one and a half is calling me, though. Plus 105 uh, for a team that can never win in regulation or against them, uh, like the Maple Leafs. So, or he just, just just do with every other Maple Leafs game. He just bet them live. If they're down two goals, he bet them. If they're up two goals, he bet the opposition. It seems to work uh, It seems to work great this year and, and most years, to be honest, um, but especially this year. Uh, yeah, that's that's the way I'd look, and for that reason, you gotta look to the over in, in comeback games. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of goals scored. So for that reason, uh, I lean to the over a little bit. The Ducks are a bit of a mystery team in terms of their offense. It, it, go, it can go away for a stretch, then it'll, it'll show back up out of nowhere. So a uh, bit of a bit of a wild card that way. But uh, I still lean to the over. Lean to the Ducks. Lean live. Fuck, they don't have it loaded. Yeah, I was trying to see if you could parlay like a Bertuzzi and a Max Domi both to not score. Be <laughs> something. Okay, because these guys are snake bitten like motherfuckers, bro. It's crazy. Um, all right, let's move down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Washington Capitals against the Montreal Canadiens game itself. It's a Montreal Blue Blanc et Rouge. Uh, Washington on the money line sitting at minus 118. The Habitant on the money line is at minus 102. Over under sitting at six, both over under paying off minus 110 here. Again, another kind of poop game. We got a poop shoot game in Montreal. Makes sense. You know, they got a toilet bowl for a logo. So uh, it's just going to be a big old Washington sized, eagle sized fucking dump sitting in there. That's how bad this game's going to be. I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know. It sucks. Maybe the Caps. I don't know, Jimmy. Maybe the Caps. Maybe Montreal. I'll kick it either way. The only thing I do know is that I like the under six in this game. Uh, Charlie Lindgren's expected to play. He's had a phenomenal year so far playing for a shit team. And Sam Montembeau is, uh, has been looking pretty, pretty, pretty okay as well. So all I like in this game is the under. That's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah, if anything here, you go with the under. Maybe some Yuroslavkovsky uh, props. He's on a uh, what's this, a, a seven-game point streak here with 11 points in that span. He has 14 points in his last 12 games. So, you know, look like a good pick there. Uh, but otherwise, this is this is a pass. <laughs> I yeah, uh, it's it's the uh, it's the under or nothing for me here. I want to back the Canadians, but they they they've been kind of slipping a little bit lately. The Capitals have been uh, I don't know they're they're rallying a bit. Um, although the Canadians just just went into their building last week, I believe it was, and kicked their ass as a uh, plus one fifty dogs. So maybe the Capitals come and try to do the same thing in the the Canadians building. I don't know. That's not enough for me to back either team. Give me the under six minus one ten. Uh, both teams' offenses are pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. And uh, both goalies been playing playing pretty well too. So as long as lingering in the net, I love the under six. <laughs> All right, heading down to the eight PM time slot. We have the Philadelphia Flyers against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Where are they even? This is the Stadium Series game. Where are they even playing this? Like Planet MetLife. Oh, they're playing at MetLife? Shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Game itself is at MetLife. Uh, Philly on the money line is in at plus 124. Devils on the money line at minus 148. The over under is at six and a half. Over sitting at plus 105. The under minus 125. Uh, Rye Guy, what's up with your Flyers here? You know, a little bounce back game in an outdoor game? What are we, what are we doing? Yeah, uh, I love the Flyers here. Uh, Vitek Vanacek is out. Nico Dawes has played the last few games. We obviously know their goaltending issues. They're also without Dougie Hamilton. You know, Siegenthaler still, so their their defensemen are, are awful as well. Flyers going to definitely get up for this one after you know a good harder point in, in a Toronto. There have a five game point streak going now with four four wins and Devils coming off a, a you know kind of a bad loss at home to the Kings two uh, one there. Been up and down a lot recently. Good, good for them to have Hughes back and whatnot. But like th- their forwards, I don't think can can carry him enough. I think the Flyers can take advantage of the um, poor play on defense. Sean Couture should be playing. He was uh, slashed late in the game in Toronto. There's no penalty on that one though. Cam York is also questionable with concussion issues. He practiced though, so hopefully he can go. Either way, Sam Merson's getting the start. I uh, love Sam in net. So Flyers here plus one twenty four. Then a lean to the under six and a half at minus one twenty-five. It's probably a bit too steep now, but you know these outdoor games are typically lower scoring, so uh, Flyers in the under. If we didn't already know that the Flyers and Devils are one of the biggest, bestest rivalries, rivalries in the NHL, an outdoor stadium series game certainly <laughs> confirms it. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. Uh, let's give me give me the uh, give me the nothing. I, I don't know these these outdoor games are. <laughs> Our mysteries there. They're they're hard to hard to figure out all the time. I guess the best angle is just with the under, but that usually happens when there's like uh you know, you get a lot of uh, like sunlight on the ice and the, the glaring uh, uh distracts the players when that, but it also could distract the goalies. I don't know. See, that's the kind of thing that you, you need to be uh you need to get some info on, some intel. I don't have that intel for you. My intel is bad anyway. Uh so I got nothing for this game except uh go flyers. All right, well, gentlemen, gentlemen, where is this game being played? What do we say? MetLife, outside, on the ground, on earth. We know one thing about the devil, is that the devil cannot walk amongst the earth. Is that a thing? Joel, you're you're into that. Is that a thing? The devil can't walk on <laughs> earth, right? That. Uh, no, well, yeah, he, he, there's, there's devils amongst us. What are you talking about? No, I mean the devil though. Like he can't be up here just doing his thing, you know. He probably could if you wanted to. No, he can't. He's not allowed. He's All right, give me, give me your, give me your thing. 
all right, well, that's my thing, is that the devil can't be on Earth, bro. Instead, we got flyers, you know, flying around and shit. And they can come down to Earth because they're flying. They can they gotta land on the Earth to take off. They got to land on there, have a little nap and stuff like this. Devil can't go on the Earth. Flyers can. There you go. Outdoor game. Game itself is being played on Earth. Fucking Flyers, baby. Flyers plus 124 in this game. Uh, I don't know. This is a wash, if you ask me. Outdoor games are always a shit show, especially between these two teams. Uh, it's like... They're the opposite, you know, like Philly's got a, a really good PK. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Be- or sorry, New Jersey's got a really good PK. It doesn't matter because fucking Philly's power play sucks. So it counterbalances and, you know, vice versa and shit. And it's just a mess. So I don't know. I'm just leaning towards the Flyers in this game. I think they're the better team. I think they play a better system game. Uh, New Jersey has no goaltending. Sam Urson is okay. You know, He's a guy. Oh, we're not doing that. Jesus. Um, plus 125. I'll take the Flyers here. Uh, under in these outdoor games, man. Like, uh, it's just such a shit show. You never know what can happen, right? So, under six and a half minus 125 is my favorite play for this one. Uh, okay, moving to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver here. Jets on the money line sitting at plus 110. Canucks on the money line at minus 130. The over unders at six. Overpay not plus 108 to the under. A minus 102 here. Um, this is going to be a hell of a game here, bro. Um, two great teams kind of battling at a head-to-head. Winnipeg's fallen off a little bit as of late, you know. Uh, they're kind of on a two-game winning streak, I guess, but it's been a little suspect. Um, Canucks are on a three-game heater coming into this. Canucks have been absolutely dynamite at home this year, 19-4-2. Another team, two great coaching battles here. I wish there was some way that we could, like, bet the coaches. Like, I don't know. I have to think about how we can do that. I guess maybe Rick the under- versus Rick. Yeah, Rick versus Rick, you know, let's go. Um, give me Vancouver, I think. I'm not really too confident on it, but I'm thinking that they can get it done here. These guys played each other recently. No, no not first really. First time this season. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, give me the Canucks here, man. Offensively, you know, they got tons of talent. They've been playing extremely well this year. Um, they don't really generate a lot of shots, but uh, the shooting percentage is first in the league. So it's, it's, it's what's the word? It's, it's irrelevant that's the word still fucking getting it done here <laughs> scoring a lot of goals it was ticking in there he had to give you a hot minute um and this isn't me shitting on winnipeg i think they're a great team defensively they're absolutely fantastic too um so yeah he's going to take the under in this game here two great goalies uh you know we got the team that's first in the league for uh goals allowed when it comes to least amount of goals and vancouver is third winnipeg first so uh it should just be a tight you know defensive game here i'm thinking so give me the under six minus 125 yeah, this is a, a tough game for, for a side to handicap here. Uh, I do quite like the under six at minus 125, though. Jets have been a, a great under team this season at 29, 15, and 7. They've gone under in uh, seven, eight straight games here. Ten straight if you include uh, you know some pushes at under six. Haven't gone over in quite some time. So I would definitely take the under six at minus 125 here. Maybe even a under five and a half. Maybe even under under three and a half. Could see a, a 2-1 game type, type here. But... I, I am going to lean to the Jets at plus 110. Uh, as Doug Reed points out in the chat, Winnipeg is rested. They've only played two games since last Saturday. Saturday, they beat Pittsburgh. And then on Wednesday, they beat San Jose 1-0. Vancouver, this is going to be their uh, fifth game since last Saturday. So fifth fifth game in eight nights. Um, a lot of travel there as well. So that could wear on them uh, after a few close games. So you'll lean to the lean to Winnipeg plus 110 and a bet on the under six at minus 125. Yeah, I don't have a real strong feel for either side myself. I know the uh, 
the Jets were struggling for a bit and uh, kind of rebounded lately to two strong games, but one of them against, against the, uh, the Sharks pitiful. And the other one was against the Penguins who were coming off of uh, a back-to-back. Uh, I can't remember who they played the night before. Winnipeg, or the, the Wild, that's right. So uh, two favorable, favorable situations for the Jets. We don't know if this bounce back is indeed legitimate. So um, I'm staying away from the Jets for now. But I'm not back on the Canucks here. You guys make good points in terms of their uh, rest disadvantage and all that, plus coming off of uh, an emotional victory against the Red Wings there, the uh, the, the revenge game of all revenge games. See, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I totally agree, and I'm very strong on under six here. I, it's hard, very hard to see under um, or seven-plus goals in this one with uh, the two Vesna favorites. We talk about the two excellent coaches. How about the two... Uh, goalies in the lead for the uh, the Vezina Trophy. So uh, excellent goaltending, excellent defensive hockey. We, uh, the Canucks have been very good five on five. The penalty kill still could use some work. Um, I know Talon mentioned Patrick Kane earlier. Yeah, he was very close to scoring a couple of power play goals in that one, but uh, fortunately one of them hit the uh, the knob of Demko's stick. Thankfully, thankfully. Um, so yeah, give me the under six here. I like both teams' defenses, especially the Jets, and their their offense just is is, is not going at all. I read that the uh, even even the Blue Jackets have scored more goals than the Jets this year. And it's amazing considering how far apart they are in the standings. Mm-hmm. So that just goes to show you how the Jets' offense is going. Um, also interesting, I heard too, is that Nikolai Ehlers is playing a like uh, as like their six forward or whatever, he's he's barely playing. Like ever since Kyle hmm. Connor came back, which is not good because I think Ehlers is, is probably probably Great the best player. forward. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so that's strange. But anyway, uh, give me the under six here. Right. Two, two two things here. So Winnipeg, going back to December twenty second, have played twenty games. There's been seven or more goals in just one of them. A six two win against Arizona, so I wouldn't mind paying up for the under six and a half just to kind of get that guarantee. There have been six, exactly six in quite a few games, but not not, not seven, and only one in their past twenty. Also, uh, Joel, your thoughts on the uh, Phil Kessel rumors to Vancouver? <laughs> I love it. Um, he doesn't really fit the style of, of Rick Tockett, but of course, he does have familiarity with Rick Tockett when he's an assistant coach in Pittsburgh, and of course, uh, Jimmy Rutherford. Um, so yeah, obviously they 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 like, they like him still. He'll be a great fit on the second unit, second power play unit. With how uh, they've they've struggled this season, um, so yeah, he'd be good there. Um, he can uh, he can rip it for sure, and that that's all you need when you're uh, looking for a specialist on the power play. And uh, he'll just get limited minutes in five on five. So I'm okay with it. It's low risk. You don't you don't have to pay him. Uh, you don't have to pay a team that is like assets, but you just have to pay like I don't know, probably league minimum. League minimum, bro. This guy would sign for hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, so it'll be great in the locker room, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's time for for just free hot dogs at every game. No, oh, get yeah. out of here, that garbage. Phil is a good guy. Um, I I remember hearing like coming out of like last year. Everybody in Vegas had nothing but good things to say about just having this guy around the team. You know, he just loves hockey, loves to compete. You know, he, he likes to win, right? I know he took a lot of a lot of shit in the Toronto market, but that's just you know asshole media members being asshole media members, right? But the compete level that this guy does have, and most importantly, he's a team player, bro. So I think uh, I think it's a great addition if they can add him. Like Joel said, it costs him literally nothing. It costs him seven hundred thousand dollars against the cap or seven fifty, whatever the hell it is. So. Um, yeah, why not? If he's still down to play and he can still kind of keep up with the feet at a high level, which, you know, he was always a fine skater, then 
like Julie said, just get that shot, that fucking trigger spot right on the power play, man. You're you're rocking and rolling. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm all for Philly. I'm a big Kessel guy. I didn't connect the dots on the uh, the, the Tockett connection there and, and Rutherford. Mm. So yeah, that definitely yeah, makes man. a lot of sense. They called they called Tockett the uh, the Kessel Whisperer because they <laughs> he was lighting up the lamp in Arizona. Uh, all right, let's move down to the 10 p.m. or 10:30 p.m. time slot. Oh, Jesus! We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the San Jose Sharks. Gave itself us in San Jose here. Columbus on the money line sitting at minus 130. Sharks on the money line at plus 110. Over under sitting at six and a half. Over paying off plus 102. The under minus 122. Uh, Blue Jackets stink, dude. Two game losing streak here. Uh, the Sharks coming off a big win, baby. Massive win here. I absolutely love it. And you know what? Two shit teams. Let's keep that heater rolling, baby. And whenever the Sharks win back to back, their 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 Twitter's awesome. The little shark mascot and shit. He does like a nice little fun thing, and it's all jokes because you know the team sucks. So I'm here for it. Let's go. When they come, they come in numbers, and they haven't came a lot. So uh, give me the San Jose Sharks plus one ten. This is a shit game, bro. I don't know how you cap this. Like, whatever. Uh, over under six and a half here. Shit. Maybe under, like, neither team can really score. Neither team can really get a save either. 32nd and 31st in the league for goals allowed. So the, it's ugly, but their offense isn't that great either. So I don't know. Give me the under. Give me the Sharks. Pass. Yeah. But good for, good for Columbus for finally uh, firing Yarmo. It was about damn time. Oh, yeah. He, a few years too long for him. Give me the fucking Blue Jackets here. Hard, strong on the Blue Jackets. They're going to roll the Sharks here. They're gonna give the uh the, the GM bounce the the dead GM bounce <laughs> blue dogs. They're they're tired of your shit. They're gonna be glad that uh, somebody else is gonna come in and um, Dude, take over the hundred percent. This yeah. this was just this was just the jackets being like this. We this guy's gonna just do something stupid at the trade deadline, and we cannot let that happen. So get him <laughs> the hell out of there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? So they're gonna be excited for this one. And the Sharks, of course, they came off of a big win against the Flames. Coming down from Canada, I like the Blue Jackets here quite a bit. Give me the Blue Jackets. Minus 130. Sharks are terrible. Blue Jackets are terrible too, but they're they're a lot better than the fucking Sharks. I still believe that. And the total, uh, it's uh, give me a drunk game. Give me goals. I think the both both, both goalies suck. While well, Kakinen's actually been playing pretty good, but if it's Blackwood, I especially uh, love the over and the Blue Jackets. Um, yeah, I think that that both offenses will will find some. Find some more space and time here against the uh, the shitty defenses of their opponents. So, love the Blue Jackets. Kind of like the other. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, heading down to the final game on the docket, 10.30 p.m. time slot. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Vegas Golden, Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas here. Uh, Carolina on the second night of a back-to-back, currently playing the Coyotes right now. Um, Carolina, the money line sitting at plus 105. Knights on the money line at minus 125. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off plus 110. The under minus 130. Uh, Rye guy, why don't you finish this off here, buddy? What do we got? Yeah, I'm gonna need one of you, one of you guys, to explain these odds to me, like the people that come into the Discord asking for, well, what's the best bet for tonight? Because <laughs> the Golden Knights here at, at minus one twenty-five, even if there was this wasn't a back-to-back for Carolina, even if they had a decent goalie in net, like I think Vegas at home minus one twenty-five is is great. This is gonna probably skyrocket once Spencer Martin is confirmed tomorrow for the Hurricanes. Uh, Vegas 19-6-2 at home. Carolina 13-11-1 on the road. We'll be 14-11-1 after tonight. They are winning 4-1 in Arizona here. But Vegas at home, 19-6-2. They always seem to get some, you know, Vegas home magic, especially in the third period. So 
Okay. Love Vegas here, minus 125. Uh, lean to the under six and a half at minus 130. But, you know, that's always tough to take when, when Spencer Martin's going to be in net for the Canes. So just a uh, very strong play. Hard and strong, as Joel said, on the uh, Golden Knights here. I'm kind of going the other way, but I'm going to wait and see. Um, Hurricanes are the much better team. That's why the line is what it is, right? Uh, Golden Knights have been. Got good at home, much better at home than on the road, but the uh, Hurricanes have been in, in fine form lately. Uh, they, they've even turned their, their road form around a bit. Tough loss against the Stars in the other game, but they're taking care of the Coyotes right now, seemingly up 4-1. Yeah, Spencer Martin is kind of scary, but he can have a good game here. Um, so I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait, see where the sign goes. Bet the Hurricanes when Spencer Martin is announced in, although I hope it's not him versus Aiden Hill, because that is a bad goalie matchup. Aiden Hill's been very good ever since coming back from his uh, extended injury. So that's a bit of a concern, but I, uh, not not too concerning. Not, a, not concerning enough to scare me off the Hurricanes. That's the way I'm going to go, but I'm not betting it yet. Um, so, yeah, give me, give me the Hurricanes at a later price. And uh, for the total, I mean, if it's Aiden Hill, kind of like the under, then uh, – <laughs> uh, Dilly's saying some some math stuff in the chat. Um, fifty five point six percent. Thanks, Dilly. We get it. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> he. Well, Ryan asked. Ryan asked. Um, no, no idea for the total. Fuck the total. I don't know. But give me the Hurricanes tomorrow. Yeah, I I'm going with Ryan here. I absolutely love Vegas in this game. I think like maybe maybe Joel brings up a point that like Carolina has been playing some great hockey. I think Vegas is the better team when you put the two side by side on paper in the matchup, um, better system play as hey, well. If they're, they're healthy, you should look at their injuries. I know, you're right. You know, Jack Eichel out, but it's good. They got, um, who's my big boy on the back end there, defenseman that I really like. That's back. Sure no, the other one, they got five monsters. Back Martinez. There. No, Theodore. He's not back. He's, I've seen him. he's not listed on the injury report. Well, he's yes, not he back. is late February. I yeah, he is. Okay, never mind. There's just too many injuries on this team for me to see it. You're right. Um, yeah, I don't know. But you know what I do know about Vegas is that they do everything right, and this is the time of year that they fucking pick up and put like their shit together, dude. So I rely very heavily on the Vegas Golden Knights to get that done. Um, so I'm going to be all over Vegas in this game, minus 125 with the Hurricanes on the second end of a back-to-back here. Ryan touched on it, too. This team is unbelievable at home, 19-6-2 on the record. Uh, from all accounts, it's the best building in the world to go watch a hockey game at with all the shit that they do. So team's going to be fired up on a Saturday night in Vegas, baby. 10-30 time slot. Should be a hell of a game. Give me the Knights over-under. I don't know. I can't trust Spencer Martin too much, but... Uh... I guess I'd lean towards the under if I had to at six and a half minus one thirty. If it was six, I wouldn't touch it, but six and a half, I'll take it. All right, boys. Holy shit, we battled through that. That was good. Um, consensus plays, Gilbert. What do we got? Um, yeah, we got a few here. We have the Kings Bruins under five and a half. We have the Red Wings Flames over six and a half at minus one ten. Uh, Capitals Habs under six minus one ten. We all lean to. I don't know if any of us are actually betting that. And then Jets, Jets, Canucks under six minus one twenty-five. Okay. Um, all right, we're gonna move down to our lock dogs and totals here. Current standings: Joey's in first with a record of forty-eight forty and two, up ten point nine seven units. Out of boy Joel, uh, Ryan's in second, a record of thirty-eight fifty-one and one, down thirteen point nine seven units. Myself, uh, forty and fifty record, down fifteen point oh one units. But we're bouncing back here, Ryan. You and I, we're we're digging out, you know. 
Yeah, what did we say the other day? The other day was the pre-com before us for our comeback. And so we're we're right, we're mid-thrust right now, you and I, bro. You know, we're just getting started. So let's keep this rolling. Uh Julie, why don't you kick us off here? Sure. Yeah, we're gonna go with the uh the little brother becoming big brother game, Panthers money line, minus one twenty-five against the lightning dog. Uh I had a couple different choices in the end. I'll stick with the original one. Or their stars under six and a half plus one fourteen. Uh, my total Jets Canucks under six minus one twenty five. It's uh, I think it's it's the best bet on the board. All right, for me, my lock is the Golden Knights. Just talked about it minus one twenty five at home against the Hurricanes. Yeah, Golden Knights are one of the worst worst teams in the last ten games. Expected goals for, and Carolina is one of the best. So I guess that kind of explains the line. But Vegas at home can't bet against them. Uh, my dog, the Flyers, plus 124 at the Devils, the hated Devils, huge rivalry game at the stadium series. I think they're the better team right now. And they're in a playoff spot. Devils aren't. So take them there. And then my total, uh, Cats, Bolts, under six and a half, minus 120. Thought about changing this one, but you know what? Going to stick with it. think it should be a, uh, a low-scoring game between between two uh, two rivals. All right. Um, for myself here, for my lock, I'm taking the Ottawa Senators in regulation minus 120 versus Chicago. I hate the Sens with an absolute passion here, but uh, I just can't, you know, I just don't think Chicago is going to win a game ever for the rest of the season. So fuck it. Uh, you watch the win like 5-1 here. Bedard will get like seven goals or something, whatever. Um, for my dog, give me Dallas in regulation versus Edmonton plus 115. This is a fade Kelvin Pickard game here. Hopefully the Stars can light the lamp against him. Uh, and then for my total, I've been up in the air, going back and forth between a couple things. Uh, I'm going to take Nashville-St. Louis under 6 plus 100 here. Neither team is really dominant from an offensive point of view, hoping we don't see like an absolute bar burner blowout or some shit. But there are some good technical goalies in between the pipes for both teams when it comes to UC Saros and Jordan Bennington. Uh, fingers crossed that they both actually play. All right, boy, shit. 13 games. We hammered that out. Uh, you know, it was a bit... A bit more tamed, I suppose, than our last show, but I don't know how that works where our Wednesday show is just a shit show and then our Friday shows are pretty calm, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. But that was good. Um, anything you want to add before we uh, wrap things up here? Nope. Nope, it's not. All right, everybody go check out the SGPM website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. You know, 13 games late for tomorrow, which will be massive. No football, no college football tomorrow. You know, this is an NHL day, baby. You know, no baseball. Fucking nobody gives a shit about basketball and shit. So if you're not sitting there on your couch just watching hockey all day, you know, I'm going to be at work watching hockey all day, but I'll still be participating. Uh, that's the thing to do, man. So go to the SGPM website. You can find all that information there. Uh, check out all the other shows. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's banging out. Uh, and, of course, best shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's popping off. It's always a good time. It's always a place to be. You know, uh, you, you learn stuff. You have a good time. People are giving money out and shit, so fucking right, dude. Get your ass in the Discord. Uh, if you're not in there, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, or we can uh, reach out to the HGP Twitter account or social media assistant producer. We'll get you going. Dilly, we established nobody cares about college baseball, but we, we talked about that already. Nobody cares. Um, or what you could do is... Uh, Shit, I don't know. Do you just go to Joel's house and just curl up in bed with him? Because this guy's a little rough. He needs a little bit of a hug. He's a little sleepy. He's on a bit of a bounce back. So just cozy up right in there, curl up, snuggle up with him. You know, just give him a big old, big old forehead kiss and just snuggle up and be like, hey, how do you get in the Discord, buddy? And he'll snuggle up right back into you and then he'll tell you, bro. So there you go. That's how you get into the Discord. Let's have a weekend here, gentlemen. I hope you like snoring. 
Oh, bro, why did I... <laughs> you and me both, man. Like, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Room Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, comment, like, all that good stuff. Um, I did record an episode of the Broad Street Hockey Podcast. If you're into that, listen to some Flyers talk there uh, tonight. So check that out. And I tweeted it out or just search Broad Street Hockey for the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Room Podcast. But accordingly, turn on auto-downloads to the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Alright guys, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. You can also find me trying to find my cat. I don't know if my girl killed him or not. We'll find out. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer and you'll find me at the bar tomorrow because we do have a UFC fight. It's not just a hockey day tomorrow. We got Alexander Volkanovsky or Celia Dupuria. Hoping the uh, little Aussie comes through for me. Big bet on him. Right on. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.